0: Andy Kretzinger of the Southeast Iowa union. Welcome to the program, Andy. Thanks for having me. Well, the Fairfield Trojans had uh, many a sponsor, uh, this year, uh, Iowa tire, of Fairfield, Iowa Henshaw trailer sales of Richland, Iowa, um, Kyoto transmission and repair, as well as home plate sports cards of Oscar uh, and Fairfield, uh, uh the last couple of nights lost heartbreakers back to back, uh, but Ben, uh, I watched the 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 two JV games. They won both of those. They had a had a great JV season. Uh, they got a lot of athletes coming. Um, these kids play their heart out, but they just can't seem to get good the points on the board in the last two minutes of the game. They need to win. Yeah, that's
1: correct. It hasn't even just been the last two. It's probably been the last four. you know, uh, the last four that I covered were. Uh, let's see, I, I covered them against Washington, where they led uh, by double digits at halftime. Washington eventually came back in that one won. Uh, the Mid-Prairie game, and then tonight's Mount Pleasant game. Uh, you know, tonight uh, Mount Pleasant came into this one um, needing a win. Maybe not needing a win after all, but uh, thinking they at least need a win to uh, take home uh, second straight conference championship. Uh, You know, Fairfield gave Mount Pleasant a little bit of a game there in the first half the last time around, but the Trojans had obviously been playing better. Um, You know, they had leads over, as I said, Washington and and Mid-Prairie, and they recently played pretty close with Fairfield, or sorry, with uh, Keokuk, and uh, um, after uh, Mount Mount Pleasant led after the first, but only by two, it was tied at halftime, and and Fairfield had a a 44-40 lead after three. In fact, they had a... Nine point lead in the third quarter, but uh, from about maybe two minutes left in the third quarter until the end of the game, it was all Mount Pleasant. They uh, closed again. It was honestly a kind of a microcosm of a lot of the games that both those teams have play. Because I've seen Mount Pleasant be down, uh, you know, against Burlington. They didn't play well at all for the first three quarters, and it was almost like uh, you know the exact same game where all of a sudden the fourth quarter, you know, came and you thought there's no way they're going to come back and win this and um, and stuff started happening. It was uh, once again. It was um, their two guards, um, Peyton Higgins and Christian Stacy. They've led the team all year. They end up combining for 50 points, which is not a, a rarity for them. Higgins with 28, Christian Stacy with 22, um, and he had a huge fourth quarter. I have to go back and count how many points he had in the fourth quarter there. Um, I will. And then for uh, Fairfield, Riley Perkins was 16. Blue uh, Congzil, who's so been probably the the most improved player from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, probably for any of our big schools, he had 13, and Sam Wheaton had 12.
0: Yeah, it was. I watched the game. I was excited, you know. Um, they played Mid Prairie, and they they were, you know, they had a real good chance to win that game too, but they uh, just couldn't hit at the end, you know, in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter. They must have shot nine threes, and none of them went down, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, but, man, those kids play hard, and, and it's just tough to see them go out like that when they were so close, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, well, and I would say that they had, a,
0: and, and uh, Mount Pleasant coach Eric Ross and stuff,
1: after after the game, Fairfield had a great game plan. They were, you know, they really sold out to stop, to try and stop um, Hankins and Stacey, which I just told you that they combined for 50, but through, you know, two and two-and-a-half quarters that, you know, they were—Higgins definitely was getting his, but the, the strategy was working for Fairfield, basically, until right at the end. And uh, I think that the the turning point, in my opinion, was uh, it was a, a three-possession game late in the third quarter, and in fact, I think it was maybe an eight-point game, and um, Peyton Higgins got an offensive rebound for Mount Pleasant that, that turned into an and-one for Christian Stacy and then um zach newton who has been coming off the bench at the beginning of the year now starts um he had uh, an offensive rebound got fouled made a free throw and then while there are four Trojans in the lane and all of the uh panthers were kind of the rest of the four panthers were huddled up behind they weren't going for the offensive rebound the ball clanked right off and he was able to step in get his own rebound you know four on one and then uh, get fouled, and I think he made both those free throws, and that that turned it into a four point game after four quarters or after three quarters, which is totally different than if it's an eight you know eight or nine point game when you go in the fourth quarter. You know, high school basketball sometimes you don't even score nine points in the fourth quarter. So, uh, and I mean the Fairfield crowd was rocking there in the third quarter. Um, the Trojans not only were they up eight or nine, but really there was a point there where Mount Pleasant wasn't even getting any good shots. You know, they they kind of. Um, Stayed in it because Higgins can knock down those college range shots, and he had a couple of those when they needed it. But in the fourth quarter, um, they were driving to the basket. Uh, They got a couple of turnovers. Fairfield did a pretty good job, given how good Mount Pleasant is at, you know, coming away with steals. Fairfield did a pretty good job of handling the ball, but there were just a a few mishaps there, and um, then Mount Pleasant went to the basket, and that was kind of all she wrote there.
0: Well, um... I can't get a score on the washington berlin game. Do you have any? any
1: I can tell you that it was not a pretty start for Washington. They were down like 20 points. Uh, I think they were down 22 points at one point in the first half. Um, I could look, Craig Sesker, I think, was at that game for the Hawkeyes, so I could maybe uh, pull him up on Twitter here. But, um, yeah, and that's that's different. Washington uh, hasn't been playing good first half, so that's totally different than what – what Washington had been doing this year. So I thought that was going to be, you know, right down to the buzzer. But I did see, uh, I did see Burlington at Mount Pleasant maybe a week and a half ago. And Burlington looked good. It looks like the final 59-37 Greyhounds. Oh,
0: so, well, Burlington, uh, gets a, well, uh, um, Burlington uh, um, the Burlington-Fort Madison area had a lot of hot action. Uh, so, um... I don't know that that, uh, that Washington game is going to figure into uh, uh, this much, but Fort Madison uh, quite handily took down Keokuk tonight. Uh, they did. They so, did. So what What does that uh, do? Uh, last time I talked, you know, there was a potential for a Keokuk championship, a Mount Pleasant championship, and an outside shot at a Fort Madison championship. Uh, yep. Well, uh, coming, into, coming into
1: the day, Keokuk, After Mount Pleasant has won the game, now Keokuk needed to win to share the conference championship. And Fort Madison, going into the night, needed to win and have Mount Pleasant lose. So at one point, Fort Madison was looking pretty good in there. But uh, what it does, uh, Fort Madison beats Keokuk in Fort Madison. They split the season series. And that puts Keokuk and Fort Madison both one game behind Mount Pleasant, which means Mount Pleasant is your standalone conference champion, uh, uh, no, no splitting this year. So uh, the Panthers have now won uh, two conference championships alone, or two cha- conference championships um, in a row, and they have not shared. They are the only SEC boys
0: champion this year. Well, that's outstanding, Coach Ross, and, Uh It came down to Fairfield didn't lay down and die for them. That's for sure. No, but. they
1: they didn't. But I'll tell you, their their focus shift right when they got to the locker room. You could tell they were Paul. You know that they were watching or listening to the end of that Kia cook for to figure out what was going to happen.
0: Well, let's, uh, let's stay down in that area. I know this isn't, um, uh, teams that you cover, but potentially these are definitely teams that the teams you cover could play in the playoffs. Uh, and West Burlington and Notre Dame, uh, uh did a little tango, uh, tonight. And it turned out to be quite the ruckus. And, uh, Really? A uh, 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 straight up ballroom brawl. Uh, uh and uh New London or, or uh, not New London, but uh, uh, Notre Dame had a thirteen point lead with six oh, minutes wow. left in the game. Uh, but, you know West uh, Burlington again, huh? But West Burlington come out and got a three point win. I don't know exactly the score, um yeah. but it was a three point win. Uh, as they come back, uh, in the fourth quarter, uh, uh, and, um, you know, keep their undefeated season. Uh, but you know, I've been, been saying all year long, people say that, that West Burlington don't play nobody. And, and I, I disagree with that, you know, I mean, Meepo's good and, and, and Notre Dame's good. And Danville's good and Holy Trinity's good. I mean, and then the Winfields and the Wacos uh, uh, of the conference there—it's um, not—it's it, a strong, not—it's—it's it, a strong one. I don't know how many would have that many good uh, teams. Yeah, out there. yeah, we do.
1: And I, I will say that a lot of the better teams are well, most of the teams in general in the Super Conference are one A, so they're all squashed in that one A one A sub state together. So West Burlington will have a, a different—I um, forget where West Burlington ended up, but a, a different uh, path to state. Um, it seems like they always match it with Mid-Prairie eventually, um, but I don't think that's where they ended up this year. But yeah, you know, I, I understand that West Burlington gets a little bit, and you like the 2A polls, they get a little bit of negativity for playing a lot of 1A teams, but you're right, there are a lot of, there are, you know, four or five 1A teams in the Southeast Iowa right now that I could definitely see being in Des Moines at the end of the year, of course, uh, they're all going to play each other
0: besides a couple, so... Uh, well, I we'll think they're a little be- more spread out, you know, this year. Yeah. Um, uh, but there will be... There is a bunch there in that Winfield-Mount Union, and eventually uh-huh. they may have to take on Holy Trinity or, or something. Uh, yep.
1: Winfield would have to beat uh, Danville, probably. Uh, first off, they got to beat New London first, because New London beat uh, Columbus tonight. So it's New yeah, London that's,
0: that's another another one we, we're going to talk about a little bit here. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, we can go ahead on that one. But, but basically, Winfield have to beat a lot of those teams, Danville, and then either Waco or uh, Notre Dame, and then and then potentially Holy Trinity. So they, they all have a lot of super conference teams.
0: Uh, I just got done talking to Jeff Mills, and uh, um, he was at the game. Uh, pretty exciting game. He's per- getting pretty high on this new London team, you know. Uh, but, you know, I also seem to, you know, stress that Columbus is maybe the most improved team from last year to this year. Uh, yeah. So, so it's always sad to see one of the teams we like a lot of uh, finish up, but it's also exciting to to see a, a New London uh, move on and, and uh, Coach Porter just uh, one more playoff feather in his cap, huh? Yeah, I mean there no, you know, nobody's
1: won as many in the past maybe five or six years than uh, than Coach Porter. You know, maybe Notre Dame's pretty close to that, but New London as well. A lot of uh, Tournament games and so, and I as that you know, they're, they're leading scores. I think Brendan Rich had sixteen. He's all he's a senior, but um, their other leading scores are young. Um, you know, they're they're obviously a, a team of the future here, which is weird to say because they've been a team of the present the last uh, few times. But it's uh, hey, New London and, and Winfield. How many times? How many times in the past? You know, four or five years have there been a a matchup of Henry County one A teams in the tournament between you know New London and Winfield and. Winfield and Waco,
0: a new line in Waco. It always seems like it happened Oh, at least yeah. Once. It, it happened, you know, bunches of times last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, but, listen, yeah, um, so I got so. a new system in here, and I don't know if I'll be able to pair these together, so I might as well do my ad read here, real quick. Uh, um, Go ahead. um oh, the, the entire playoffs on Roundeye <laughs> Radio this year are going to be brought to you by the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa. It's going to be Griner Meats and Groceries, but they've uh, stepped up to support us for the. Entirety of the playoffs uh, Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa Rob Moore a livestock risk management partnership in uh, in uh, Mediapolis four in plumbing of Washington Kyoto transmission and repair real smart highlights of Columbus Henshaw uh, trailer sales of Richland Wester drug of Wilton and Muscatine home plate sports cards of Oskaloosa the, uh, It's been uh, a pleasure uh, doing business with these guys helping us get out. Well, uh, that was one playoff result. I do have another playoff result. It's uh, uh, English Valley uh, beat Muskoki Settlement 65 31. So they'll be the ones taking on the Kyoto Eagles. Yep, and that's a familiar team for Kyoto. All right, uh, uh, kind of playing out the string here for uh, 1A schools is uh, Waco uh, 64. Sigourney 51. Uh, Sigourney shot pretty well. Uh, they got kind of behind, but they they, they they kept getting closer, but Waco seems to be really going into the playoffs pretty strong. What do you think? Yeah, They're a strong team. You know, Sigourney
1: was a, a pretty tough matchup for him early, but as I said, when Waco is, especially when Waco's on, it's just, I mean, Waco almost be Holy Trinity without their best player, so that shows how dangerous they are going into, going into this thing, uh, yeah, I, I, w- I would guess that some of the top teams in that district probably are not loving that um, that Waco will be uh, moving on there.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, um, there's a lot going on there. Well, uh, is there any other scores or anything that you got?
1: Um, I don't think so. I, you know, as I said, Keokuk over, or sorry, Fort Madison over Keokuk and, and and Burlington over Washington were the ones I knew. So no, I know that. I mean, next. You know, Monday and Tuesday. Well, even tomorrow, there's uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. The wrestling tournament starts tomorrow, and there's basketball Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. And you know, we're gonna uh, blink here, and in about a week, we're only gonna have two or three teams left. So uh, that's how it always is. So we're uh, a lot closer to the end than it feels uh, this early in the tournament.
0: Yeah, it'll be uh, guns ablazing Monday. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 you know, uh, just to just to uh, a sample of the games is Lone Tree at Hillcrest. Cardinal, uh, at mid Prairie, um, Wapolo at New London, at Notre Dame, Sigourney takes on Danville, Pekin travels to Waco. Uh, um, those are some pretty good ones. Uh, Kyoto, uh, I know is going to play, yeah, uh, Kiota is going to play, um, English Valley. Um, uh, Linfield Mount Union is going to be playing, uh, New London. Um, Am you I know, forgetting anything there? Well, those are those are the big ones in
1: our uh, in our district. So we have a lot of you know we have a couple of union area. We already we have two union teams playing tonight with Columbus and New
0: London. In the you know and the what are they called? All right. Well, when does the three A playoff brackets come out? We've got our, our teams playing against each other. A little uh, a little uh, um, union on uh, union crime. that will happen on Monday. <laughs> I like it. I like that. Well, um, when will the three A brackets be out? That's
1: a good question. Honestly, somebody asked me today they might be out today. I somebody asked me today, I, I kind of a little a little uh, light bulb popped in my head, I'm like, oh, are they out yet? Because um they should be coming out maybe today, maybe tomorrow, maybe Monday. so that's that's on my list of things to do.
0: All right. Well, uh is there anything else you want to mention? but I, but I
1: could but I would guess that you know, in the three A schools that we cover, which is all the SEC teams besides Burlington, they're probably all going to be together, and they're probably going to have some highly ranked team like Marion or Xavier or Assumption that that ends up being the number one seed in the substate. So that's that's kind of how it goes. Matt Pleasant's the top team of the uh, of the area, but they wouldn't get a one, They're not um, uh, number one seed in the sub-state or anything. So uh, somebody somebody will somebody scary will end up in that bracket when they
0: release it. All right. Well. Um anything about the Southeast Iowa union or the, the TV shows that you're running and you're in yeah. the newspapers and television stations and everything. Uh, I know it's keeping you guys hopping. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. The
1: Southeast Iowa games on Tuesdays and Thursdays now. Um, and then, uh, the, the stories usually hit online and the one or two days leading up to that, uh, three sports pages. So, uh, so that's always good news. One more sports page than it used to be. Um, and then we've got Southeast Eye Union Sports Talk, which is now just on Tuesdays, uh, back back to just being a one day a week show uh, with myself and Hunter Moller. That um, usually is live uh, anywhere between nine thirty to ten to ten thirty, you know, Tuesday mornings. Um, and then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we now have a newsbreak show, which is uh, kind of like a um, kind of like a nine o'clock news. You you have your news headlines. I come in with the sports, we have obituaries, you know, like stuff like it. that. Yeah, so it's, it's like a newscast,
0: basically. Yeah, and that's like the reason. 5 o'clock news or something, or the 12 o'clock, you know. What time yeah, of day so does that be, come on? That's
1: Tuesdays and Thursdays, and those come on, uh, I think they hit in the afternoon to evening. Um, and that's all on Washington Live's Facebook and YouTube, Mount Pleasant Live Facebook and Fairfield Live Facebook. Um, so that means there's three video um Kind of ways to cover sports or to to figure out what's happening in sports. There's three video components now. There's two two news breaks and then the one uh, sports talk. And then uh, on that channel, we also have uh, our, our not not me and Hunter, but our um, our news guys and our publisher have a morning show that starts at seven now. And then we have uh, all sorts of different interviews and stuff. So it's we're we're trying to kind of make it like you know almost like a TV station where there's something going on pretty much the day. I mean we have. Um, our producer, Alex Snyder, does a really good job. And his, that's his whole job is to get the video going. So um, we're, we're hoping to make it kind of be like, uh, like oh, what's going on? We can turn it to the Mount Pleasant or the uh, Southeast Tower Union News Channel and we can we can figure it out. So
0: All right. We're well, doing a great job of keeping our listeners abreast. Uh, I love to document every night of high school acting around here. And nobody does it better than you. Thanks for being with us. Thank you very much. Cool. I got this new system here and I haven't quite figured it out. So I don't know exactly how this is going to work out as far as, uh,